0: Breakfast powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And speaking of shaping and building, WA oh. sport for a long time. I've been the Perth
1: Wildcats, and they were good. They were very. very good.
0: They finished strong. They did play a team that were decimated with injury and fouls.
1: We'll you play who you're up against. Him. I'm not disputing. Very that.
0: Good. I just would be careful that the first three quarters will be the Wildcats were very good. The whole game, the yeah. Cairns were undermanned late, a and that was a cha- so that was the blowout factor. But one man who was a part yeah. of that big win for the Wildcats, and a when it was, i have got to remember that because I wanted a, a top two lock-up spot, is Jesse Wagstaff. has been kind enough to join us before he gets the kids off to school. Jesse, good morning.
2: Good morning. How are we?
0: Yeah, good, mate. You're driving off to training already. Cheer. Tell you what, no rest.
2: No, no, we, got, uh, we normally have early morning weights. So, um, yeah, early morning weights at practice, and then practice Now we're off tomorrow for another road trip.
0: What's your, uh, what's your go-to in the weights room, Jess?
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, if you've seen me, not much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just maintenance. Just maintenance. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> some curls in front of the mirror, Jesse. Just,
0: just. Who's the main man? Who's the main man? Who is the main? Who's the one who walks into the weights room and just goes, "This is my domain."
2: Oh, uh, if you've seen uh, Christian Doolittle, um, he loves the weight. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, we got some some strong guys. Actually, Ty's pretty strong. Uh, Alex, obviously, still developing. He's, he's a little skinny, but um, yeah, a couple of younger blokes. Still need a bit more time in the way room, but no, nah, no, nah, nah, everyone goes all right.
1: I tell you, you mentioned Christian Doolittle. He's got the best mid-range jumper in the game at the moment. He just doesn't miss.
2: Mate, he's phenomenal. He, um, You know, I said when he first got here, his first practice session, he was, what struck me was he was so controlled. Um, you know, he steps into that little mid-range and um, he doesn't miss often. Um, he's phenomenal. He's so strong and, and so controlled and so composed that, um, you know, it's kind of his world everywhere there.
0: Tell us a bit about that performance as we want to move on because you've got two big ones against Illawarra and Tassie as you hone in on the playoffs. But just tell us a bit about what you thought about the overall four-quarter performance against Cairns.
2: No, I mean, you just mentioned it. It was a pretty close game with with six minutes left or eight minutes left. or so. I think it was maybe only in a one-possession game. And then, you know, I don't think the scoreline kind of reflected the state of the game. I think it was kind of mid-20s to end it. But, you um, yeah, he mentioned it as well that de- they were a desperate team, and uh, it's always tough putting a team like that away. So, um, you know, it, in saying that, even though it was close, I think we, we laid a good foundation. Got mm. some of the guys in foul trouble, and um, yeah, obviously um, a good win in the end. Um, we'll certainly take it. Uh,
1: it was awesome, Jesse. And I tell you, my votes. I had I had Sa, Usher. Pinder. Bryce out of the votes for the first time, I think, ever in his career, but I'm no basketball expert. But I I watched him. It was so good to be there live to watch the work that Bryce did off the ball, Jesse, that just created opportunities for teammates. So there seemed to be a focus of, you know, not just putting it in Bryce's hands all the time, but he did so much work off the ball that what someone else on the court benefited from.
2: Yeah, that's why Bryce is so good. Um, Obviously, Bryce is capable of going for 30, 40, 50. um, But he's never going to force stuff. Um, You know, I think a a lot of players in this league, they can kind of go out and try to get their points and, and, you know, to the detriment of the team. But he's not going to force it, um, he can turn distributor if he needs to. And and the the attention that he gets um, allows other guys to kind of benefit. I've been doing that for 10 years. Everyone just looks at Bryce and maybe get a few, a few cheap looks. Um, you know, so he's that good and, and that talented uh, and that unselfish.
0: You and him uh, have this amazing synergy, as you mentioned. We've been playing together for a long time now. But when you were on the court, you, you just uh, – I don't know. There's just something about you and him. You don't even have to look at each other. You know where each other is going to work. Can I just say, uh, it, it's got two games to go. They're both tough. Illawarra tough. That's the team you haven't beaten this year. You've come off two six-game winning streaks and lost both times to Illawarra. You go to Tassie, or always tough. We know Scott Roth is a an outstanding mentor of his group. What do you plan to achieve? I know winning is important, but what do you plan to achieve over the next two weeks knowing that you've guaranteed a top two spot?
2: Uh, It's a tough one because, I mean, you know, we want to win. Um, You know, I'm not sure what JR is thinking in terms of maybe trying some new schemes out or anything, but at the end of the day, we've we've already played 26 games in the regular season, so... We kind of have our identity, and we're not going to be changing much, and I would assume it would be the same with Illawarra and Tassie. Um, you know, you kind of know what you're about at this stage of the season, or at least you should. Um, so I can't imagine we're going to change too much. Um, you know, we, we've got two games to win. As you said, we haven't won against Illawarra, and is always a great place to play at their place. So you don't want to go into finals dropping too um, you want to go in with a little bit of
1: momentum and so that's all we're mm. trying to do um, as you said Illawarra being the bogey side, what have they done Jesse that's been too good for us or got the better of us what have you got to stop
2: look I think at, at um, when they played at our place last time which was the most recent one they, they just kept it at bay um, you know they're great at just kind of you know some really key moments. Um, you know they got an O board, or they, they hit a big shot, or, or get a good stop, and we just never found ourselves in the game. Um, they did a great job on Bryce. They rebounded the ball well. Um, again, they're a desperate team. They're, they're playing for a playoff spot. Um, I think they've locked one up, but at, at the same time, they're, they're hungry and trying to improve that. So, you know they're, they're going to be desperate. And they're going to be doing similar things. So, um, yeah, trying to take away those key moments and you know, free up guys that we
0: want to free up, like BC. Jesse Wagstaff, our guest on the way to training for the Perth Wildcats. Two games, they head out tomorrow to take on Illawarra Thursday, Jack Jumper Saturday to end the regular season. Jesse, I don't know if you have the same feelings as Scotty and I, and most of us here at SENWA, of course Mardo and Hayes and Pete and the whole team back at house. I don't know, if, are you feeling for Sydney Kings that they could very well <laughs> not make the top six? No,
1: that'd be shocking. <laughs>
2: i actually have not looked at the ladder for about three months um it's kind of something different normally i'm i'm pretty keep pretty good tabs on it um but this year it's, it's kind of been irrelevant to me especially since our, our early early season um, kind of slump um, just kind of focused on ourselves but I have heard rumours that they, they may miss out um, you know I think it's a pretty pretty log jam down there so mm. it's a very very important games coming up this weekend it's
0: an incredible competition isn't it I mean again we might we make light of it but teams that Can't make the finals, you know, you had Cairns, who were pushing you every inch of the way here on the weekend. Their season was gone. And we know that Illawarra have got so much to play for. Tassie are a proud basketball team as well. Every game, every game. Doesn't matter, first place, last, fourth place, fifth. It's so much at stake.
2: I mean, it's always such a close league. And and people say that and think it's a cliche and and things like that. But I think people forget that last year we made the playoffs or made sixth spot by, I think, two points. Um, yeah. You know, two total points over the course of 28 games. Um, it's just insane. Um, so, you know, yeah, as you mentioned, one through ten, it's, it's a phenomenally talented league. And the fact of the matter is if you don't show up on a given night, uh, you're going to get beat. Um, so that's why these two games are so important.
1: Hey, Good on you, Jess. Uh, and Lucky Reid said, here's the old mess couldn't Oh, I his... couldn't believe it, man. I almost jumped out of my seat. When you went to the line and I hear this court announcer go, the old man goes to the line. I'm, I, I, come on. No respect. No respect. If it's not Gossage, it's Reed. I'm still mid-30s.
0: Call it that. I know. Lockie's just turned 50. What's he talking about? dominating, Jess. He's still (laughs) dominating. Hey, good on you, Jess. Appreciate your time.
1: (laughs) Thanks,
2: guys. Have a good
0: one. He's a good man. Breakfast powered by Kubota for over 50 years. We've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. After 7 o'clock, our very good mate from the run home in Melbourne is Andy Maher and Gazy and the... Big show. The front bar is back Thursday night
1: on 7. You're not blowing with Andy, are
0: you? I don't blow with it, most people. In fact, I don't know anyone I'm blowing with. I'm just chicken
1: What? You're <laughs> what? a liar. <laughs>